Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Enough with the formalities. I think we all know what time it is. <laughs> Let's hustle! If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! Yeah. 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 What's up? It's Beer Mug. The phlegm in my throat makes my voice sound deep. Phlegm. Natural bass. Yeah. 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 Buy a chopper and have a doctor on speed dial, I guess. Mad City. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Young Money Militia, and I am the commissioner. And now. Panda Panda. Panda Panda. Panda Panda. Panda. Our feature presentation. If you wrote for Jeopardy, you would do that every day, right? That'd be every yes. category. Every yeah. day. Mm -hmm. Sure. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Wednesday morning, the 21st of August. When's your boyfriend uh, James coming back on? They're going to be doing some sort of tournament of champions, aren't they, Allie? They sure will. And it is closed to the public. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only family and friends will be able to go to those Don't tapings. Don't you count, though, sort of, um, a friend? I do not, okay. uh, unfortunately, but... I think it's a good idea after things were leaked last time. Yes, no kidding. Um, but we'll be able to see it on TV, right? Oh, no. <laughs> no, just, no just friends and family friends watch and it. Friends and family, yeah. You, can, yeah. you get a code, yeah. you got to type in your TV. Because yeah. that, that's really what I was asking, is when can we see it? When will it happen? When will we see him going up against Ken Jennings, which is the, the, the match that we all desire? death match. Right, yeah. right. Not for a while. Probably they'll wait till the fall, September yeah. or so, October or something like that. All right, very exciting. Mm -hmm. Hey, um, kids, how self-conscious are you when you are taking a selfie when there are other people around? I try not to do that. I would yeah. say quite. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. you, why? Well, I think I know why I feel self-conscious about it. Kevin, why do you feel self-conscious? I self mean, there's other people around. You, they don't probably want to be in your picture. You're probably stopping them from making any prop where they're walking or whatever. Kevin's always like, holding up the peace sign with yeah. a big smile. Right. <laughs> it just seems like you're in the way. Um, but how about if you're sitting like uh, you're sitting at a, a, a dining room table or something like that? You're at a restaurant. You're at a table. You know, you're not in anybody's way. You're just taking a selfie. I, I mean, I don't take a lot of dining room selfies. Okay. All right. How about how about you, Allie? You prefer your selfies in private? I don't take a lot of selfies. Rarely, if any, and. It's because it's embarrassing. You're like smiling at a camera, posing by yourself, trying to find a good angle. That's embarrassing. I feel like it is too, but clearly there are millions of selfies being taken every single day and people don't seem to mind that. 
This uh, story that uh, and photo that uh, went viral, video actually that went viral this week, has really, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around it because I'm sure you saw this woman on the J train over the weekend. Her name is Jess George. She is, uh, I want to say, 23 years old. She's on her way back for lunch with friends on Saturday. And she realizes that she's the only person on the subway train. So she decides she's feeling herself. And it's a great photo opportunity. So she puts her, rests her phone up against her handbag, sets the timer, and starts posing for selfies like her life depended on it. So at the next stop, people get on the train, and she decides to keep taking pictures. Right. She says it was very spontaneous. By the way, she had 200 Twitter followers at the time. So there's somebody else on the train named Ben Yar who took a one-minute video of her putting in work. (laughs) And she is just at a photo shoot. I mean, she's doing the angles and doing the hair and doing the looks and the whole deal. And every time she just reaches down and hits that button again and takes another picture. And this goes on. We don't know how long it went on for. The video is a minute of her doing it. So he puts it up online. And the next thing you know, it has over 30,000 retweets. She has now over 20,000 followers. I am nothing without my following. (laughs) The man who shot the video told the Huffington Post he thought it was pretty, quote, thought it was pretty incredible that someone would be so shameless and also awesome that she was feeling herself so hard. Now, that's a that's a reaction, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Is she awesome? I mean, that's the other thing is that none of us take a a photo shoot. If we take a selfie, you go, I got two. I'll pick one. And, like, yeah, like, if I ever take a selfie, it's to send it to Danielle, where it's, like, me in front of a license plate that says, like, butt lover or something. You know what I mean? Like, if I see something that's funny that I wanted to see. Yeah. (laughs) For the large part, people on Twitter seem to feel the same way, lauding her confidence and and praising the way she braved bacteria, which I thought was really funny because she's she's grabbing onto the the poles on the subway. Uh, One Twitter follower said, to have the confidence to do this in front of others is powerful. I could never. And I think that's the key to why people responded to this so well is because they see how confident she is to be able to do that in front of people and not feel shame about it which i guess is something we should applaud right sure no would i click the follow button like oh i'm gonna need to see her tweets for the rest of my time here on the Mm twitter.com come on yeah, I'm going to need to hear her election season views <laughs> <Yes>. soon. <laughs> but, guys, she's an attractive 23-year-old in a black dress. Right. Says the guy who probably followed her. <laughs> uh, no. Peppa Pig uh, Stan account writes, honestly, she is my <laughs> new... Qu- Sorry, again. what? <laughs> you start that one again? I, was, I wasn't fully listening. <laughs> Peppa Pig Stan account. <laughs> and I care what she says. Uh-huh. Says, honestly, she is my new queen. I worship her and only her. No, she also worships Peppa Pig. She's well, a Peppa Pig stand. Apparently so. All right. Uh, Sarah says she gives zero Fs. She's serving. So again, people are really wow. like really into this chick who's taking selfies on a train. I don't know. I'm just so surprised by that reaction because I think most of us would be embarrassed for her that she seems so unaware how unimportant what she's doing is. I mean, if she if she was aware what was going on and she did really have a healthy self image, mm-hmm. okay, I guess that's what that's it's apparently just, what I happened. Would, yeah, yeah. She uh, finally she uh, has responded to the reaction. She says uh, it has been absolutely surreal. I love the positive feedback and can't emphasize enough how greatly appreciative I am for everybody's words. I hope that we can all uplift one another as many have done for me and continue to spread kindness. I am worthless. I have, I bring nothing to the table. She must be hot. Zero. Though. Oh, no, she's hot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I, that's it's part of it. It's summer. Why? It's a DJ keep on playing summertime sadness. After you're done in the bathroom, can we go smoke a cigarette? I really need one. But first, let me take a selfie. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so there you go. So uh, Muggs, we need you on a train somewhere taking selfies. Okay. A train somewhere. <laughs> All right. No, I'm just trying to get Muggs at a train. <laughs> I, see, okay. I don't care what he does. <laughs> let's talk about today's Kevin and Mead show, shall we? Do you ever think you might have too much time in your hands, girls? What's up with Craig Kilborn? <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's a great question. What happened best. to him? Uh, he's on Instagram, and I watched best. every video What was yesterday. the last thing we all saw him do? Probably like old school. Right? Old school? Yeah, you would think. Or the sh- when the show ends. He did like a quick syndicated attempt at a talk show, and but no one saw it. No one saw it, yeah. I think old school for most of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we also were going to do You Called 911 for a Lame Reason. We have many examples. Mm-hmm. And I assume that our listeners have called and the 911 operator says, hey, uh, why don't you just go ahead and hang up and yeah. call the cops? Not an emergency. I can't believe how many listeners we've already heard from. <laughs> I mean, we've our people have abused the system. <laughs> and we have more passes to the Pasadena Daydream Festival at the Brookside at the Rose Bowl. That is August 31st. We've got your tickets coming up this morning with an unfortunate game. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. What you talking about, Allie? Wow. Mm-hmm. Was that your different strokes, right? It there? was. Yeah, that's the best, best thing. Best thing. Wow. Pretty strong. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't understand this. I don't get it. I don't know the ins and outs of it. We're gonna have a expert walk us through this later. But for now, I think it's safe to say that the partnership between Disney and Marvel and Sony Pictures on the current Spider-Man films has come to an end. Excuse me? I'm screaming. (laughs) All of this over, um, basically a dispute over the financing. Disney had asked Sony that the movies be a 50-50 co-financing arrangement, and Sony apparently turned that offer down. There are currently two more Spider-Man films in development with Tom Holland and director John Watts attached, but they're going to have to go forward without the guidance of Marvel Studios president, Kevin Feige, which I feel like you, you want Marvel involved with I would this. think so, yeah. Like, more more than really anything. It's, uh, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Does that mean that Spider-Man Far From Home, which was basically setting up Peter Parker to kind of be the successor to Tony Stark, like, is that gone now? That just doesn't happen? So there's You're, no that relation whole, between the two well, worlds? Yeah, the whole MCU. point of that movie is like, oh, just kidding about that. Here's a new yeah. movie. I heard they're bringing in the human centipede guy to run the MCU Oh, now. excellent. Oh, that's a yeah. good guy to pick. Yeah, I... There's so many ins and outs of this, and who was in the wrong what. I don't um, get it. I don't get it either because at one point Spider Man was on the outside of the glass, and then they kind of let him in, and it was a big surprise that he was part of the mm-hmm. MCU. And now it seems like he's he's been kicked out again. We do need to talk to Eric, our friend Eric, about that yeah. for sure. There's so much, so much. It was such a big know. deal. The Sony stock tanked yesterday. Oh no! Yeah, just off wow. that. Yeah. You don't want that. Well, at least they released a statement at like ten o'clock at night on Twitter. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Sony. <laughs> so we'll we'll get to the bottom of that. But uh, for now, we at least know um, the new James Bond movie title. Yeah. So that's exciting. No time to die. Yeah. I like it. That's the 25th James Bond movie, you guys. It's going to be coming out, we also know this, April 8th of 2020. So that's exciting. Can't wait. I would like to see it. Yeah, well. 
And this is Daniel Craig's last one. He says again. He says that again. It's his okay. fifth turn as Bond. It's going to pick up with the famed spy's short-lived exit from active service as he's enjoying a tranquil life in Jamaica. But then... That never works out. No. no. An old CIA friend is like, hey, help me out with this new mission. We have to figure out where this... Uh, kidnapped scientists went and he's like oh man but I'm in Jamaica and then the CIA guy is like but we need you you're 007 and then in walks a different 007 and it's a black lady and everyone's like what you're not 007 but it's just the name 007 because he retired she's not James Bond everyone calm down I saw a release of it it sounds like it just happened. Did you, walk, did you walk write walk the, it? I wrote it. Oh. the whole movie. Wow. I wrote it. I wrote it. Wow. So that's exciting. If you guys want to catch up, it's April 8th of 2020. Why? 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 I, I don't know if I, you really sold it that well. Why so. film the movie when you can just shoot Allie reenacting every Thank scene? You. Thank you. I'd see that one-woman show. I appreciate it. I really do. I mean, there's no bigger Bond authority on the planet than Allie. I have seen two <laughs> in the last year. What else do you need? You don't need more. Mm -hmm. no. You really don't. I will see. I will see another Bond movie though. Good before this one comes out. Maybe two. Oh, not great. I know. I'm going crazy. I am going crazy. You will enjoy it. Quite a promise between now and next April. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't contain me, Kevin. <laughs> You guys, what's happening? Warner Brothers is rebooting the Matrix franchise with a fourth film starring Keanu Reeves and his former Matrix co-star, Carrie Ann Moss. Now, and does that count as a reboot or is that just a sequel? I think it's just a sequel. Um, yeah. Please explain. I don't know. I'm just reading it. Okay. Read it again, then. Warner Brothers is rebooting the Matrix rebooting. franchise right. with a fourth film starring... Maybe they're just saying rebooting, like they're getting they're it, it started. Bring oh, yeah. it back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How would it go? If Like, what do you think the movie's going to be like? Like, the plot or whatever? Honestly, is this one where he's all like, ooh, and he moves all weird when mm -hmm. things are shot at yeah. him? Well, I'm asking you, actually. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. Um, but what do you think the new one is? Oh, the new one. They're going to be like, do you want the blue pill or the red pill? And he's like, we've done this. And then he's like, remember when I was all weird and I'd make all those moves when I was shot? And everyone's like, hey, how do you do that in that long black coat? I'm not wearing the black coat this time. Check it out. I've got a shorter jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I haven't seen any of the Matrix movies, but I oh, know. You were good at the Bond one. <laughs> <laughs> that one oh, I really sorry. excelled at. Sorry about the Matrix. That was spot on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know there were pills involved. Yes. And then he went like in a little room and he got small or something. That's Alice in Wonderland. That's Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yeah. There was a tea party with Keanu. Okay. No? Okay. Hey, Allie. Um, yeah. Look, I, I'm no one to talk. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Yeah. But the, I feel like The Matrix is worth seeing. I mean, it's a, it really, it, the, they're really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Even if you're not a big sci-fi fan, they're great acting, great stories, great uh, dialogue. I think you would really enjoy it. Yeah. I was really busy at that time in okay. my life. So but it I still was... exists. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll go back and watch. Um, okay. Sure by, you will. By 2040. For sure. Okay. Um, by the way, this revives the franchise after a 16-year slumber. Why so slumber. soon? Right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. By the way, the collective uh, three films, how much do you think they earned at the global box office? $800. Oh, a little low. Uh, the three put together, I'm going to say a billion. Okay. A uh, dollar. All right. I Kevin, the... Kevin is the closest. Yes. $1.6 billion. <laughs> 
at the global box office. That's The Matrix, The Matrix Reloaded, and The Matrix Revolutions. Come on. What were the last two like? Any good? I think the second one was really good. I think the third one, not as good. Mm. I mean, I don't mean to be Hot Take Jones. I didn't like any of them, really. But You didn't like the original? It's fine. Whatever, man. No, I loved it. Oh. You're wrong. I just, I don't know. Wasn't, I don't know. Wasn't for your boy. Objectively, scientifically, you're wrong. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. objectively yes. and scientifically. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Bean, and you're saying you actually saw it? I did. You liked it. I did. I did. I saw them and, and liked them. All of them? Yes. I mean, no. Three like less I, than two and one, but... Yeah, yeah, the first two... I think the first two were great. The third one, not as great, but all worth seeing, I think. Oh, see, I thought you were just saying what other people said. You actually saw them. <laughs> no, I did. I That's saw That's impressive. I, I yeah. wouldn't have thought you did. Yeah, okay. I... Yeah, I don't see a lot of those kinds of movies. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a no, new movie. But it was it was a such a breakthrough at the time, the technology and the way they shot and everything. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't see it now, but I saw it back then. <laughs> All right. He's grown as a person. I have. I've grown as a person. I hate more things now. Okay. I was, I was more o- open to joy back then. Wow. Now he's just got off my long guy. It's gotten right. real dark. Well, speaking of Carrie Ann Moss, it's her birthday today. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Hayden Panettiere, Serge Tankian, Alicia Witt, Bo Burnham, and Casey Musgraves. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Craig Kilborn. Yes. Used to do the Late Late Show at CBS, correct? Even more than that, he was the original Daily Show host. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on Sports Center. He was one of the the more memorable Sports Center anchors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw him in the movie Old School. He always seemed to me to be one of the smartest of all the late night hosts. That's what it would have appeared. I, I think that's a good assumption. You know, mm-hmm. he, he sort of had a bunch of uh, very educated writers, and they kind of worked on a, a higher level than most late night TV. Uh, and was old school the last thing we pretty much saw him in? Yeah. Yeah, the last real public thing. I mean, it's very rare for somebody to be in a high-profile series of television jobs and then just vanish. Yes. And I also, by the way, and I know we're going to get into he's back in the news now because of his Instagram account, but I also can't figure out the money. Like, how do you walk away from the network in 2004 mm-hmm. and have enough money to still be retired? Yeah, it's all real questionable. Hmm. Uh, the life of Craig Kilborn is very, very odd, and now he has jumped into Instagram full speed, just completely jumped into the deep end. And this is a- after being uh, pretty much absent from the public eye for years. Uh, yeah, this is weird. And, and Jensen told me, he's he's a weirdo. You need to look at his Instagram, and he sure is. And he follows you now. Yeah, he does, And yes. he comments on your stuff. Yes, he does. Uh, he does for me, too. I love it. Uh, for those who don't know Craig Kilborn, his character and his real persona are sort of very blurred. He kind of plays this aristocrat, elitist. Uh, but is that Craig Kilborn, or is that a character? That's kind of a thing that that's gone back and forth his whole career. Uh, so on Instagram now, he's he's releasing these videos that he edits himself, and uh, he puts a lot of time into them, but boy, it really does not help the conundrum that is Kilborn. Uh, <laughs> I pulled some clips. This first one gives you an overall feel of what it's like to follow Craig Kilborn. Uh, this one talks about his shoes. Well, hello there. <laughs> Every few months... I like to go into my closet and admire my extensive shoe collection. When I was doing the old show, I received an obscene amount of complimentary footwear, including these beautiful derby shoes by Prada, chocolate brown. I've never worn them before outside of my house. 
I'm thinking about debuting them this summer up at the new Rosewood Miramar Beach Hotel in Montecito. <laughs> You're saying, Craig, they're not very beachy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, how should I put this? I have never in my life sipped white wine wearing tennis shoes. And I don't feel like I've missed out on anything. <laughs> okay. I love him so I mean, crazy. You wonder, how did that not work on late night TV? Yes. I mean, that's great, but what's the end game? You don't put that much effort into just your Instagram. I love that little background music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, he edits that in later. He does dissolves a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, he clearly has a mission on Instagram. And they asked him why he started it in an interview. And he said it was because his nieces saw a picture of him holding a martini glass wearing, like, a vest and tie. And they were like, you got to go on Instagram. That's pretty strong. And he was like, and then you got to follow your producer. Uh, and so now he's on it. You also, every one of these are shot from like a lounge, and he's always holding sort of an alcohol glass, a scotch glass, and it just seems like he's living the life of like a, a 90 year old heir to like <laughs> some sort of empire. Yeah, this is all shot from his house in Hancock Park. Yeah. Like he lives the life. Mm. Yeah, of sort of a retiree. Like Boca Raton resident. And apparently has another house out in the desert, too. Yes, so he right. does doing, go to Palm Springs as well. Yeah, so Craig's doing fine. How long mm-hmm. has Craig Kilborn been like this? The second clip tells you about what he was like in high school. When I was in high school, my classmates would listen to REO Speedwagon and Foghead. <laughs> I would hang out with dear old father. We eat a can of smoked oysters and listen to Dean Martin and Mr. Nat King Cole. My yes, the magic happened early. Uh, <laughs> this this next one is a story. Uh, he asked a minute-long story about David Bowie. Hey, Craig, can you tell a David Bowie story under one minute? Sure, I can try. See if you can keep up. Late 80s, I'm living in Venice, California. It's the middle of the day. I'm reading a David Bowie biography. I need to take a break. I go to the Beverly Center. That's what we did back then. As I'm walking around, I see a beautiful woman wearing a short skirt with very toned legs. She's walking with this gentleman. They go in to be Dalton Bookseller. I follow them. Ladies and gentlemen, it's David Bowie. The woman is the lead dancer for the Glass Spider Tour. Wow. I was seeing one of my heroes if just for one day. What an odd place to see Bowie. A place oddity. I went outside into the serious sunlight. I returned to Venice, put on a dress, and finished my book. I'm kidding. It was a bodysuit. Uh, <laughs> what's happening? What is happening? He's straight crazy. Remember, He's such a delight. The, the host of the Late Late Show now is James Corden, who sings with you in a car. Yes, it's a completely oh. different vibe. Yes. Uh, so the day that remember this guy, Craig Kilborn, played uh, college basketball. I believe he was very good, and sports was what he first came up in for SportsCenter. So when he talks about basketball a lot, he's a humongous Minnesota Timberwolves fan because that's where he's originally from. But the day that Kawhi Leonard got traded, he posted a video celebrating for Toronto. And I know that Kevin's not going to like this, but (laughs) this is how it started. Oh, we are drinking early today, my friends. And I say, why not? Uh, that's oh. pretty good. Uh, and so he, he congratulates the Raptors for their championship. Uh, and this is a footnote he gives Canada at the end of the clip. And while I have you, my issue with hockey is the same as soccer. Too many turnovers. Congratulations. <laughs> 
I have watched these videos multiple times, and he delights me. And you have to watch him because, A, he winks in a lot of them. Yes. And he has, like, a little glistening, like the bloop that he adds in when he winks. Oh, it is fantastic. Hey, it, you know what yeah. just occurred to me? Um, Kevin, is this the late night show that you and I were on as guests? Did we go on Kilborn? It feels on brand. I we think were, so. We were on one of them. I was think, it Kilborn? Now that you bring that up, I think so. I think we were, and he was delightful. He was super nice to us. Honestly, too. Go why on. would he have had us on? It makes no sense. I think he was hurting for guests, but <laughs> <laughs> still super fun. But yeah, yeah. What a what a weirdo. Yeah, and you can follow him at Mr. Craig Kilborn. I believe it's a bit of a renaissance for the man. Uh, <laughs> but boy, is he weird. Uh, so follow him. Cool. Why not? It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. There are so many different ways you can keep in touch with the show. By the way, I am surprised in 2019 that we still get as many emails as we do. Mm -hmm. But people still use email. What? I know. Crazy. Uh, we got the Kevin and Bean Facebook page, of course. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Kevin and Bean. And, of course, you can always leave us a voicemail message anytime you want, day or night at 323-520-AFRO. It's the Kevin and Bean Afro line. First one, uh, Jensen, you mm. did a uh, get up on this on an app. No, I just mentioned Oh, it. you just mentioned yes. it in passing. Someone asked me on the show how I keep track of all my Blu-rays and DVDs as a avid Blu-ray head. And I said uh, an app called My Movies. I love it. it. It alphabetizes them. It puts all of them in one place. According to my phone, this is take number 12. I feel very confident that I can f*** up a little bit less than I did previously. Hey, this message is for Jensen. I just wanted to let you know that your unofficial get up on this for the app My Movies changed my life as a as a fellow collector of a dead medium <laughs> and waster of space. It truly changed my life. You're amazing. Thanks so much. It sounds like I was going to say something else. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I did. <sighs> well, take 13. <laughs> so the point, the point of that is when you are shopping for new Blu-rays, you don't accidentally rebuy something. Yeah, or an easy way to figure out what you have or what you don't. Just an gotcha. easy categorization. Yeah. Jensen, what was your latest uh, hot take? On birthdays. Uh, listen, I don't think that uh, you should have birthday parties uh, like you're a child uh, once you hit over 18, unless it is a celebratory year, like 20, 21, 30, 40, 50, 60. And then I think maybe 70 you should stop, but definitely after 70, <laughs> stop. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday to Jensen. You're the worst person in the world. <laughs> Why do you hate so much fun? Happy birthday to Jensen. Allie, you have to be furious. Jensen is not making an exception for 69. I mean, it would be nice if you could. <laughs> it's an odd number, yeah. you guys. I don't know if you heard him originally, but it's, it's an even, odd number. Even so. Right. <laughs> so Jensen thinks we shouldn't have birthday parties after 22. Well, here's a hot take for you. Why don't you yank me, loser? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm partying like a madman, and I'm 38 years old! <laughs> I think in that case, it's ca that guy's case, it might be fine. He is, he is making me think differently. One of the best things that's ever happened to me, personally, is that Bean got bit by a cat. <laughs> I mean, it changed my life. Hey, guys, I'm a podcast listener here, and I just want to call Ouch! My cat just bit my toe. <laughs> this is Hulk Hogan, by the way. 
Yeah, it's all fun and games until someone's bleeding. So let's not overlook the fact that as Bean is getting attacked by an animal live on the air, not one swear word was uttered. And as his foot is bleeding all over the floor and he's potentially developing rabies and or an infection, he's still searching for and playing drops. Wow, what a radio professional. That Hall of Fame nomination is (laughs) well-deserved. I wanted to die doing what I loved. (laughs) You got bit by a cat. Okay. (laughs) Come on. Hall of Fame! (laughs) Look, anyone who has ever had a cat has been bitten by a cat. It's not that unusual. Jensen, please explain to us how Bean Bean Touch My Peen came about. Uh, I found out that Chris Hansen uh, from To Catch a Predator was on Cameo for $50. So I quickly bought gifts for everyone on staff and wrote the script in which Chris Hansen uh, would say. And he says that Bean's screen name is Bean Bean Touch My Peen. Oh, Bean, Bean, touch my peen all night long in the back of the limousine. Don't be scared. I'm not mean. We'll, we'll play. I'll be on Teenage Dream. Want to see that naked body in a nude magazine. Nope. All rolled up, all rolled up and nice and lean. I love her so much. Remix. Oh, bean, bean, touch my peen. All night long in the back of a limousine. Don't be scared. I'm not mean. We'll, we'll play. I'll be on Teenage Dream. Want to see that naked body in a nude magazine. All rolled up. All rolled up and nice and lean. Bean, bean, touch my peen. Wow. I mean, it doesn't exist unless there's a remix, That's right? Missy Elliott, I think. <laughs> hey, Chuckleheads. I, I just had a scary moment. I'm a little shook. I just told my girlfriend that it was almost three-quarters Christmas. I'm becoming Bean. Hey, what's wrong with being Bean? I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way, in a British accent. (laughs) (laughs) Happy holidays to you, sir. Thank you for calling. Kevin, Bean, uh, Allie, and Jensen. Jensen, I saw your Fruit Loop on Twitter. What are you guys... This is... uh... It's Stryker. It is. Stryker. Stryker. It took me about that long to realize, oh, this is Stryker. Yeah. How is it that Steve Jobs, rest in peace, and Tim Cook, Tim Apple, created things we would never believe could happen in our life? Like, it is, what a company! But yet, my silver Apple TV remote flies away when I sneeze and goes out into the universe like that feather from Forrest Gump. (laughs) Ow! Ah. I can't find my Apple TV remote. And don't tell me to use my phone as a remote and download the app. I don't want to do that. My phone is dirty. Please pray for me in this default. Okay, it's worth mentioning that Stryker does not have a drug problem. No. Well, this is just him. Uh, don't say that because he blamed this on his Amazon pills. By the way, Amazon those pills. Amazon pills are pills that arrived to him from Amazon that he didn't think he ordered, but he took them anyway. And now he keeps reordering them. He has no idea what these pills are. I have an update, but I have to talk real soft. It's 2.17 in the morning, which is about four hours and three minutes later than when I normally go to bed, which is about 10.13, the first re-airing of the Seinfeld reruns. I like to put that on to go night-night and the kids that. But I don't know where that is. 
And I probably sounded a little bit like a lunatic before when I mentioned the Fruit Loops. I just really liked the picture Jensen Carp put up on his Twitter of uh, the Fruit Loops. There's like a Ford or something too for $2,000. All right, I'm gonna keep looking for the remote. I won't call back. If you guys hear this though, don't call or text. I'm sorry. Um, what's with the Fruit Loops, by the way? What's he I, talking? About? I posted a, a clothing collaboration that Fruit Loops did. I, it's oh, really, gotcha! It was really gotcha. in passing, to be honest. Okay. Well, apparently, <laughs> I, made a big impact on Ted. Yeah. Yes, it did. As does everything. I am so sorry to call back, but I have no one to talk to right now. <laughs> I'm looking for the remote striker. I'm looking for the remote. Still, and guess I just found a, a live lizard. I can't believe it. I love lizards. He's right. He's right in front of me. I don't know how. I had no idea I had a, a live animals, wild animals in my house. Next thing you know, there'll be a giraffe in my closet. But it's on my Instagram. Ted Strike, I don't know when you're going to hear it. When, okay, this lizard, buddy, come here. He's got a, a tail that is, that is curly around like the letter U. <laughs> you guys, we need those Amazon bills. <laughs> 323-520-AFRO, 24 hours a day. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Are we going to be all right, you guys? Are we going to get through this? No. What do you think? No, I don't know yet. I mean... Still uh, collecting information. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm having a lot, of, a lot of trouble thinking about... Thinking about Spider-Man not being part of the MCU. Says a guy who's never seen an MCU movie. <clears throat> I actually haven't seen any of them. But I do know... <laughs> I do know it is a very big deal. And I do know that things are afoot. And I'm sure it comes down to money. But let's get all the details with our friend Eric Goldman, the managing editor of Fandom.com. Eric, welcome back to the Kevin and Bean Show, my friend. How are you? I'm doing well, but I will not have you scoffing at the pain we're all going through right now. <laughs> all right. So this is, uh, this is real. This is serious. And this affects people, right? What's going on? Uh, God, it's so hard to keep this concise, so uh, yeah, rein me in if I'm going off the rails. But All right. Spider-Man, Marvel's flagship character, Sony has the film rights they have for over 20 years. Uh, but they made this very unique deal a few years ago, a mutually beneficial deal, where the Marvel Cinematic Universe under Disney could use Spider-Man in their films, as we saw in the last couple of Avengers movies, while they were taking creative control. Uh, Kevin Feige, who heads Marvel Studios, he would produce the Spider-Man movies for Sony, and so basically the character would be shared across them, though Sony still legally had the film rights to him. Uh, but that sharing seems to have come to an abrupt end. What happened yesterday? What happened? What happened yesterday? Uh, so basically, of course, it does sound like it comes down to money. Again, what we originally heard was basically no money was changing hands in this deal. So if Spider-Man was in the Avengers movie, uh, only Disney makes money from that. It wasn't like they were giving Sony money, but vice versa. Marvel is actively producing, Marvel Studios is actively producing the Spider-Man movies, but Sony's still keeping all the money. They're paying for Spider-Man Far From Home, oh. and they are making all the money. Uh, I guess Disney got a tiny 5% of the first day gross, but basically Sony was getting all the money. And Disney said, um, we don't want let that deal anymore. In fact, we want to change this deal dramatically. And according to the trades, they said, they said let's go in 50-50. We'll split the cost of the movie, but that also means we'll split what it brings in. And if you're Sony, that means you go from making Spider-Man Far From Home and you make a billion dollars on the sequel, potentially making half of that because mm. now you're splitting it with Disney. 
But the argument could be made that there's no more successful franchise in the history of filmdom than the Marvel Universe under Kevin Feige, right? right? I mean, he's made $30 billion or something in the last 10 years with these movies. So I would think that Sony would be grateful for them to shepherd that character through the next generation. I think 100% you're right. I mean, artistically speaking, of course, he totally righted the ship after the Andrew Garfield movies hadn't been received well. People love having the character interlocking with the rest of the Marvel Universe. But it is business, and again, no studio wants to say we made a billion dollars on one movie on the sequel, we make half of that. And the other thing to consider is because they control Spider-Man and every character connected to Spider-Man, they just had a massive success with Venom last year. Venom, whatever you think of that movie, made $856 million without the involvement of Marvel Studios. So they're saying, do we need them? Like, isn't Spider-Man his name value enough? As much as people are upset right now, won't they still go see a Spider-Man movie? no matter who's producing it. I mean, that answer is no. I don't think it stands on its own, no matter how good it is. If they're flat movies, people stop going. And that's definitely true. I mean, Amazing Spider-Man 2, I think, showed that people were unhappy. Right. Even though it's not like it made no money, but I think if they made a third one, it would have made a lot less. They're hoping, the thing is, the next Spider-Man movie, we think, will just be a sequel to Far From Home. It'll star Tom Holland. If you saw Far From Home, it had a giant cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So I think they're banking on the fact that people, some people aren't going to pay attention to this, first off. I mean, my, my parents who don't quite understand that Venom and Deadpool were not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe right. anyway, they're not, everyone's not paying attention to this. And if they see that trailer with Tom Holland that's picking up right where that huge cliffhanger left off, they're thinking most people will still go see it. And again, say it makes $200 million less than Far From Home, they're still pocketing that $800 million versus this 50-50 deal with Disney. And yes, it's Hollywood, so it all comes down to the money. Fair enough. But what about the Avengers fans who have been following this plot line where, if I understand correctly, it looked like Spider-Man was taken over for Tony Stark. I mean, what does Marvel do with that through line? And that's going to be the really sucky part as a fan. I'm saying all this, why I understand why Sony's doing this. As a fan, this completely sucks. And the fact that, uh, you know, right now, if this doesn't change, yeah, future Marvel movies will probably just stop mentioning Spider-Man. You know that, that kid we fought with in those last two huge Avengers <laughs> movies? <laughs> no one is going to mention You know the, per- the kid that was, uh, you know, bequeathed this amazing technology by Tony Stark? Never mention him again. Uh, that so sucks. That that really sucks on a you know plot level, and because people are so invested in this Marvel Cinematic Universe is this eleven year saga that keeps continuing. If suddenly they have to cut off this important part of it, yeah, I don't think anyone's happy about that. And certainly, yeah, at the end of the day, has a fan. I think that yeah, that's just really really depressing. Eric, can I just say kudos for your tweet, Spider Man? You can't go home again. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, well done, Eric Goldman. Uh, Eric, where does this leave us with, like, the other ones that Disney was supposed to help on, whether it's, like, Fantastic Four or X-Men, you know, like, the ones that also kind of went down the can? Well, the, I mean, that's that's the thing is, I mean, so they 100% have those rights again because they bought 20th Century Fox, who had those film rights. So X-Men and Fantastic Four, whenever we get a new version of them, we're always going to be completely under Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios. I think all this does is probably emboldens them to be even more, go bigger with those. Because, again, I think, you know, it was a point of pride for them to get Spider-Man back um, in these movies because he is their flagship character. As big as Iron Man became, I think every every kid knows who Spider-Man is in a way that you can't really surpass. So I think this means for Fantastic Four and X-Men, they're just going to even much more paid, not that they weren't going to pay attention anyway, but it's like they're going to be like, oh no, this is 
huge. This is big. We want people to really be invested in this because we don't have Spider-Man. Uh, and, yeah, we have to kind of figure out a way around that. All right. Uh, last question. Our guest, Eric Goldman, managing editor of Fandom.com. And that is, it seemed like with the statement that Sony put out late last night that this mm-hmm. is over, that this is the... Is it just posturing or do you think there are still maybe some behind-the-scenes negotiations going on and we still could be surprised with at the 11th hour? Yeah, you know, you never know. You always wonder about the negotiating via the press thing. Sony's statement was interesting because it only said... Uh, the Disney's removing Kevin Feige as a producer on the franchise. They didn't say anything about why. They said maybe he's too busy. Didn't get into any of the financials of it because, mm-hmm. well, we know Disney removed him because Sony wouldn't accept this 50-50 deal. Um, even in their statement, they said, hey, maybe that can change in the future. You never know. I mean, look at what happened with the James Gunn situation. There was such a public outcry yeah, after right, he was fired. Right. And then he, he was brought back. This Again, the other thing about Hollywood is never say never because – these deals happen. The thing is, Marvel, you know, and, and Disney benefited from this relationship too. Again, they got to put Spider-Man into these uh, Avengers movies. Also, Where they own all the merchandise. <laughs> yeah, but also they own all the merchandise rights. You know, they make all the money from the merch. So if a new Spider-Man movie comes out and people want the toys, that's money, money going to Disney. So they want people to be happy too. Uh, and that's a big reason that maybe you never know. And maybe in a few months we'll hear they went back to the table and things will turn Eric, around. Eric, if you were running Sony, would you take the 50-50 deal with Marvel? I, I, I don't think I would just understanding how, you know, the way these, these uh, guys at these uh, studios work, just going from like, look, all the money we made on uh, Far From Home, but also the money we made on Venom. And the fact that we just won an Oscar for Into the Spider-Verse without Kevin Feige okay. and without Marvel Studios. Oh, I see. I see this is the time where they feel they have a little more, you know, power. They're in a much better position than they were after Amazing Spider-Man 2 a few years ago. So I wasn't, overdoing, I wasn't overdoing it when I was weeping at the beginning of this segment. And this really is that bad. I mean, yeah. If you look at Twitter, you will see very upset people, and I get it. I mean, how can they? How can they take our Spider-Man as the the thought? And yeah, it's it's one that I completely understand because uh, yeah, we, we want to see Spider-Man palling around with those Avengers. How is Miles Morales holding up? How, how is Miles holding up? Yeah, I hope he's doing well. He's firmly in the Sony camp. Uh, so okay. if they want to do a live-action Miles movie, that's uh, all going to be Sony. All right, Eric, you're awesome. Thank you so much for explaining it to us. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys, for having me on. You, you bet. bet. Fandom.com is where you're going to go for all of Eric's work. He does great stuff. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Look, people, look. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for what's about to happen. Are you kidding me? We have Goth Omar in the studio. That's right, yeah. baby. <laughs> Goth Mar. Hey, oh, tell, <laughs> tell us about your early days with The Cure. Ah, uh, My early days with The Cure. Uh, I fell in love with them uh, early 90s, and uh, they just blew me away. And uh, I was a goth kid. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm here in the studio. I'm wearing my little fishnet uh, shirt. He's told shirt. me about the fishnet for the, for 20 years, yeah. and now finally he brought it yeah. in. So yep. these these were in a, a box in my garage, and I also ran into uh, a couple of like sparkly shirts that I used to wear, mm-hmm. uh, some lacy stuff that I have. Nice. nice. A, a leopard uh, print shirt that I own, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, so I used to go all out. You have some guy liner on? Guy yeah. liner. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to paint uh, my nails black. Of course you did. Yep. Um, uh, Cure's your favorite band. Favorite and band, yep. You are going to be there at the Pasadena Day Game Festival at the Brookside at the Rose Bowl August 31st to see your boys along with the Pixies, Deftones, and War. By the way, you seem to still have a shirt on. What's up with that, yeah. Omar? Oh, man. I am not going to take this <laughs> off. I mean, you do have the oh. mesh underneath it, yes, though, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Shirt off! Shirt <laughs> off! Shirt <laughs> off! Shirt <laughs> off! Shirt <laughs> off! Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, you bastards. <laughs> and by the way, we are uh, filming this so we can put this up later. Yeah! Uh, Omar is here to help you win Cure tickets so you can be there, too. The game is called Omaroki. Hit it, Steve. As a singer, Omar's really lame So we wish you luck Because he sucks If you guess you win the game Alright, so we go to the callers Omar is going to be singing a song from The Cure All you have to do is identify it by title If you're right, you go into the drawing Somebody wins tickets to the show August 31st Who's up first, Kevin? Susanna from Azusa, good morning Good morning Welcome to Fishnet Omar (laughs) (laughs) Alright, here we go I would say I'm sorry if I thought that it would change your mind. But I know that this time I have said too much, been too unkind. I tried to laugh about it, cover it up with lies. Okay, I, I tried to a, laugh about that's, that's it, hiding fine. the tears in my eyes. Have you heard that's, that's, that's song? That's fine. Woo! That's yeah. fine. Boys don't cry. It is. Uh, When he's singing, I see his pecs moving up and down. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Can I I just ask, uh, does the room agree we don't need quite that much singing from Omar? I mean, we can cut him off at some point. Yeah, we do. All right, Erlene in Pasadena. Good morning. Good morning. Erlene, you're uh, you're about to hear a guy singing who's wearing a ton of guy liner, so I want yeah. you to keep that in mind as you listen and identify this Cure song. Okay. Spinning on that dizzy edge, I kissed her face and kissed her head and dreamed of all the different ways I had to make her glow. Why are you so far away? She said, why won't you ever okay. know that right. I'm that's, in love with you? That's, that's good. That's that good. I'm in love with thank, you. Thank you, Omar. Erlene, what song, please? <laughs> Uh, love song? No. No, I'm sorry. It's just like heaven. Don't start singing good, with it like man. that's you. <laughs> All right. Nice try, though, Erlene. Let's move on. Who's next? All right. Let's go to Jay in the LBC. Good morning, Jay. What's up, man? All right, Jay. Hey, Homer. what if we put some echo on Homer? Maybe that would help. Yeah. Hello, okay. hello. Check, check, do check. An, do you have an auto Does that help? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Um, we'll still be able to hear him, though, yes. Kevin. That's the only problem with yes. the echo. Well, let's All right, help. Jay, listen up. Here's O. Just to, just try to see in the dark. Just try to make it work to feel the fear. Before you're here. I make the shapes come much too close. I pull my eyes, hold my breath, and wait. Okay. Until that's, I shake. That's fine. Hey, that's, hey, hey. That's, pl- that's plenty. Thank you, Jay. That one was actually pretty good. Uh, that's close to me. Yeah, it is close to me, yes. in the dark. Yeah, man, I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear that you're nothing like it? I'm so good. Or you th- in I'm your head? so good. Okay. You guys All are right. so welcome. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to Chris of Redondo Beach. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Sorry about Omaroki. Good luck. <laughs> Remembering you standing quiet in the rain As I ran to your heart to be near And we kissed as the sky fell holding you close how I always held close in your fear. Right. I'm going to just say, Whoa. I'm just going to say right now, Omar has never heard that song before. <laughs> the first part I did. No, he was on the first part. All right, Chris, song. Yeah, pictures of you. Yes. Oh, yeah, so good. Yeah. You know what I need is the music. Yeah. <laughs> and the singing. And a new voice. I have uh, great news for everybody. We just have time for one more. Okay. All right. Uh, it's going to be George and Paramount. Good morning. What's going on, party people? Homer Oki is going on. Good luck. There you go. 
Yesterday I got so scared I shivered like a child Yesterday away from you it froze me deep inside Come back, come back, don't walk away Come okay. back, come back, that's, come that's back today He should today. know that by now That's right, thank you, thank you Alright, George, uh, you're the okay. last one in the drawing so, If you can name that song Yeah, it's, um so The song by the cure that's <laughs> na- named the name of the song? Mm-mm. Could have been my best one. I'm you sorry. Oh. It was in between days. Yesterday I got so scared. I mean, that was close. That was pretty close. Good. Pretty good. Sorry, uh, George. Uh, Chris, Jay, Susanna, all in the running to join Omar at the Pasadena Daydream Festival at the Brookside of the Rose Bowl, August 31st. To see The Cure and others, Miss Alan McKay, there can only be one, one winner. Who is it? The winner is Jay. Jay. <laughs> Congrats, Jay. Yeah. Jay, the, oh, the, so happy. the, the best guys. news is Omar won't be performing there. <laughs> no, but he will be dressed like this. Oh, yes. He will be dressed like this. And thanks for playing the game. We appreciate it. Omar, oh, rookie, that's our game and how much fun we had. Now you know that I didn't lie when I told you he was pretty bad. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Right now, Ali's got what's happening here on a Wednesday. Guys, Good Morning America has revealed the full cast lineup for season 28 <laughs> of Dancing with the Stars. Season 28, you guys. Remember when the creators came on Kevin and Bean? No, and I don't you at all. Guys Allie. Nope. <laughs> made so much fun. You're like, this is not going to work. This is the dumbest idea ever. No one was more confident than we were either. We were Absolutely. just like, look, dude, I'm sorry to tell you. We weren't trying to be mean, but it's just not going to happen. Yeah. We want to save you some time and some money. Mm-hmm. That BS may have worked in Croatia, but I'm telling you, we're America, and we're not going to watch people do do Again, Good Morning America has revealed the full <laughs> cast lineup for season 28. Why <laughs> not? Why not indeed? Now, normally, Allie, when mm-hmm. you come in with this bulletin, I am mm-hmm. lucky to recognize five yes. of the so-called celebrities. Right. So let's see how big the names are this time around. Uh, let's start with friend of the show and genuine good dude, James Vanderbeek. Oh, all right. Dawson. I, I am happy for him. I, I, I'm rooting for him to win now. Excellent. Um, I know you probably won't be rooting for disgraced White House press secretary, Sean Spicer. Uh, that's, no. that's icky. What are you doing, ABC? That's icky. Look, they're getting anyone anyone's heard of. Um, perhaps you've heard of this woman where I just, I don't understand, but I need to know what's in her water, what pills she's taking. I don't get it. Christy Brinkley. She rules. Who looks better at... Yeah, it's not I cool. I don't even know how old she is. It's not cool. When you pose next to, like, 20-year-olds and you're like, who is that gorgeous woman? Oh, it's Christy Brinkley. She's got to be in her 60s. Mid-60s. Oh, yeah. Mid-60s. Yeah, got to be. Not cool. Not cool. Uh, the Bachelorette's Hannah Brown. Is she the most she recent is, one? Yeah, she's uh, the Norm? Bachelorette. Yeah. Right. Okay. Queer Eyes Karamo Brown. Love that dude. Okay. The Office's Kate Flannery. Love her. Oh, love Kate. This is, okay. a, by the way, I'll just say right now, this is a very good Dancing with the Stars so cast far, other than I Sean agree. Spicer right now. Yeah. yeah. Keenan and Kel's Kel Mitchell. Okay. Okay. All right. Fifth Harmony's Allie Brooke. All right. We're getting back into the Dancing with the Stars <laughs> era. Sure. I'm sorry. We all only recognize one Fifth Harmony, and it's not her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Supremes, Mary Wilson. 
She's still alive. What? She is she might indeed. Not be. Wow, she's got to be in her 70s. I remember going to, when uh, Mike Catherwood was on that show, I remember going to watch him, you know, train and interview him. And it's really physically demanding. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really difficult. By the way, she's 75. Uh, Mary Wilson. The other thing is you get paid per, like, you get paid during the weeks you stay on. Yeah, that's right. So, like, you really do have to compete in yeah. order to make the most amount of money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Poor Nikki Glazer. Yeah. Last season. Oh, she, she God barely even made her. it through the first, first episode. Bless her heart. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got the athletes. So, you've got NFL linebacker Ray Lewis. I thought you said murderer when you I'm went saying real high some there. people oh, question. Wow. Yeah. Fatality. Ah, and two-time NBA champ, Lamar Odom. All right, this is, for for name value, this is Mm -hmm. the best Dancing with the Stars in a long time. It's very good. I think so. I agree. Usually there's two of them we've heard of, and the rest of them we've never heard. Yeah, someone's usually like a bronze snowboarder. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a couple on there. Not even the silver? No. (laughs) So, um, historically, athletes have done great in this competition. Haven't they won a number of seasons? Yeah. I mean, I would think so because it's very taxing. Very physical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. We don't want Sean Spicer to get out of the first week. He won't. And and we don't want Ray Lewis to go beyond week two. Unless he wears a white suit with with blood on it. That's the only way I'll let him win. (laughs) Um, I will go with Karamo. Winning it all? Yeah. Okay. I don't. uh... Or James Vanderbeek. Very musical. Had him on Drop the Mic. He's very good. All right. I don't know who's going to win. I'm not qualified to guess, but I'll be rooting for for James for sure. And by rooting, you mean watching from afar. I left Uh, one person out, and I feel awful, uh, but I don't know who you are. American Idol Season 10 runner-up. Yep. Lauren Elena? Alana? Yeah, that's on brand. Alana? Now we're getting yeah, that's on yeah, brand. Yeah. Sorry, I skipped right over you, Lauren, but I'm sure you're wonderful, and I hope you win. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys. Dancing That's the, the full cast lineup for again. That's not bad. Season twenty eight. Season twenty. Been a lot worse. Oh, Imagine yeah. not thinking that was going to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like having that kind of lack of foresight. To Being just that say, dumb. To say this Dancing with the Stars show has no legs. Right. And I'll tell you something else about Dancing with the Stars. Um, Tom Bergeron, mm-hmm. great host. He is fantastic television personality. Sounds like you really enjoy yeah. Dancing with the Stars. Well, I don't watch it at all, but okay. I'm just saying. You know, I mean, he was a great host then. But, I mean, I've seen it, and I've seen him. And he, the, the dude is just a pro, like uh, like probes. They just are so good on TV, you have to admire them. Okay. You guys know what the UTC is? Uh, urinary tract. Connection? Con- no, I don't. Okay. It's the Unicode Technical Committee. Oh. <laughs> They're the ones to decide what is and isn't worthy of a Unicode emoji. And you guys, I'm sorry, but they have rejected the white wine emoji. This decision is likely rough news for the owner of Kendall Jackson Winery in Sonoma County, who lobbied mm. the hardest for the symbol by submitting a 19-page proposal last year. Oh, my God. What's going on up there in Sonoma County? I have a feeling Craig Kilborn would have backed this. (laughs) Drinking white wine? Yeah. What was their reason for saying no? Too similar to other alcohol emojis? Well, some speculate that the rejection has something to do with um, having to maybe do color variations of all different things. Because there's already a glass of red wine emoji, so is this going to open up the floodgates for adding 
adding color variations to every other emoji, which I say, uh, oh, like what? Like you'd have a different color hamburger yeah. or a cucumber? No, there's a white wine, there's a red wine. Maybe do you add a rosé? Sure. Oh, is that white zin? Not positive. Is that what we're talking about? Okay, I just talked myself into it. Yeah, this is a bad idea. I rejected way, it as well. By the way, uh, it took like six years for them to have a black emoji, like a black person yeah. emoji. Like yeah. this is too much in depth. Yeah. Like just And I think up. they finally got a redhead. Like redheads were like, hello, hey. what about us? So, yeah, calm your T's up there in Sonoma County. I have been, um, and I'm sure you have, too. By the way, this might be a fun phone topic is which emoji, which, what emoji is missing? Which emoji do you wish you had? Mm-hmm. There have been two that have made me furious. In, <laughs> in, 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 recent, in recent weeks, okay, too. What oh. were they? What were they? One is the ukulele. There is no ukulele emoji. Oh, you have no oh, right to no right. question a ukulele. I, they might have even removed it from yours. I am a euchre. All right, you first are not all, a euchre. I am absolutely Where a Where is your ukulele that Kevin bought you and sent you? I couldn't put my hands on it right now, but my point is, do I you am know a where it is? I don't. Ex- I don't technically know where it is, but my point is, <laughs> us ukulele players deserve a ukulele emoji. Okay. And the other one, and I and I thought of this again recently when I was tweeting about my dear friend Weird Al. Um, no, there's accor- no Weird Al. Emoji? There's no. There's no accordion emoji. And wow, you really care about the bad ones. <laughs> that seems outrageous. Oh, yeah. How is that outrageous? Uh, how is there not an accordion like emoji? One polka club that's pissed <laughs> and you. Come on. We can talk to a hundred people. None of them <laughs> would mention the two that Bean mentioned. <laughs> yeah. That, there's no accordion. Is this America or is this not America? Wow. That is a very savvy analysis right there. Thank you, sir. So I'm just saying, get it together. And, and white wine, get in line, buddy. Wow. Why not? Ah, some birthdays for you guys. Casey Musgraves, Bo Burnham, Alicia Witt, Serge Denke, and Carrie Ann Moss, and Hayden Panettiere. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. What's the problem? I have bought some Chinese food and it's not to par to me and I asked to get my money back and they acting like they don't understand me and took my food and won't give me my money back. And this is why you called 911? Um, what am I supposed to do? Jump over the <laughs> thing and beat them up and get my money back? I mean, those are the only two options. <laughs> great, great point, man. <laughs> we, uh, I don't know that we've done this before, but we want to hear from you if you have ever called 911 and after the fact you thought, you know what, maybe I could have handled that spider on my own. (laughs) Maybe I didn't need to involve emergency personnel. We want you to call us at 1-800-520-1067. I got a couple more for you. What do you need that for? Actually, what's the problem is I took some pills and actually I took two Viagra pills and my erection been up for like four days and there hasn't been any signs of change whatsoever and I'm really sick. Now is that a legit 911 call? Yes, four days. Or is that a a just go to the emergency room one? Well, uh, maybe he can't drive because he's got such a big boner. He can drive without (laughs) his hands is what he can do. Right? All right, so you're going to allow that one. How about this one? Yeah, Head County 911, what is the address of your emergency? Hello. I need some cigarettes. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I'm saying yes on that one. All right, one more. Talk emergency. It's not emergency. I walked up, they went and served me. So I'm at the Taco Bell at 137 and watched the camp. Yeah, I just want some tacos. That's it. What are the employees saying? 
You can't walk up. You gotta drive up. You gotta eat DUI to get a taco. I get the munchies. And I walk a quarter mile from here. Are you gonna, are you gonna help me out, or I have to get arrested to get home? You know what I'm saying? I, I want you to call the manager. When I get refused service for no reason, it, it pees me off. So I call you guys. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, the guy, it doesn't. supposed to walk up and get a taco, you guys. He did make a good point about DUIs, uh, He though. did. That's yeah. true. I have to drive a car to get this food? <laughs> and I'm drunk. Uh-huh. And I'm drunk. All right. Well, your call's coming in at 1-800-520-1067. You called 911 for a lame reason. I heard yesterday from a 911 operator named Kim. And she says, allow me a moment to share some of the crazy dumb S I've heard. All right. I had a guy trying to report that his meth didn't quite meet his quality standards. He wanted us to have a lab team go test it for purity. Uh, we take way too many fast food related 911 calls. The most Why does that seem to happen so much? Yeah. Drunk. Drunk. Yeah. Drunk. The most recent one I had was a guy calling because there was lettuce on his tacos. <laughs> oh, no. Tacos that he had delivered from Uber Eats. He wanted us to send the police to Taco Bell to make them give him a new order and wanted the police to deliver it because he was too drunk to drive. Ooh, the police to deliver it. Oh, wow. I want that confidence. You know? Yes. By the way, um, can't you just take the lettuce off your tacos? Yeah, I mean, I would think so. I would think so, too. A uh, guy called last week asking where he could pick up a copy of his mugshot because he liked the picture. <laughs> I mean, if it's a good picture. <laughs> and you want high res. Why not? A <laughs> uh, guy called advising that he was going to turn himself in for a large warrant the next day and wanted to know if he could pack his slippers for jail. Uh, my all-time favorite, says Kim. Girl called in as she was driving to work in the morning and wanted the police to do something about... The sun shining in her eyes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She that, ran, that they can uh, handle. Yeah. She ranted on and on about it being so dangerous. And she was completely appalled when I told her we didn't have the power to dim the sun. <laughs> that checks out. I, I also informed her of the fantastic inventions of sunglasses and sun visors. Thanks for all the years of great laughs in the morning. I love you guys, Kim. Kim, thank you so That's much. That's craziness. For yeah. I love that. Um, by the way, how many times have you guys ever called 911? I've called a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one or two. I called once. What were they for? Were they for accidents and stuff? Uh, one a guy was uh, stabbed on my street. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that you, was, by, were you the first call? By you? No, it wasn't okay, by me. Right. Thank you, though, for asking. Mm-hmm. Great follow-up. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I was not the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was bad. I, oh, wow. Yeah. That, mine, uh, mine was just for, like, a screaming, yelling, homeless person on our street that was, like, running up and down with their arms. I was more concerned for them than mm-hmm. I was, you know. I also called to see if they thought I should get bangs. <laughs> <laughs> their, their thoughts on that? Yeah, they're like, ma'am, you can't, but send us a picture. That's How big funny. is your forehead? I called them after the ending of Sopranos. I was like, you guys got <laughs> it. This is so ridiculous. It's a terrible ending. <laughs> All right. 1-800-520-1067. Why did you call 911 in retrospect? Maybe not a great idea. Why don't we start with Philip? He's in Los Angeles. Line three up first on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Philip. Hey, what's up, Kevin and Bean? You yeah. tell us. Talking about 911 calls. What'd you do? Well, yeah, I had a 911 call. I called uh, the police. Uh, I had explosive diarrhea. <laughs> oh, okay. And and how were they to help you with that? You expected help how? Well, I was I was holding it, and then while I was on the phone, I it just it, I couldn't. It just blew. 
Right. And you need <laughs> right. their help. But we're but we're saying why in that well, instance would you call also, them? And maybe it was definitely a little bit of emergency. I was hoping they could help with the cleanup, you know. <laughs> okay. So get up get, get, get down. Nine one one is joking, yo. I'm gonna say I don't buy any of this. Is it a toilet baby? <laughs> uh, it's possibly a toilet baby. All right. Do we have time for Cooper? Or do we need to take a quick break? No, we have time. All right. Cooper, Los Angeles, line four. Cooper was a 911 dispatcher. Oh. And, by the, and by the way, we opened the calls up to 911 dispatchers, past or present as well, in addition to you making the call. Cooper, thank you for dialing in. What's going on, man? Hey, not too much. Uh, how are you guys? Good. Great. So this, uh, this all sounds very familiar to you, this list that I read from Lister Kim. Yeah, you guys are kind of calling it, but it's actually pretty true. A lot of people call for some pretty ridic- like ridiculous stuff. Mostly from fast food restaurants? You get a lot of those? Uh, it, a range of everything. You'd be surprised. All right, tell us what you uh, tell us what you remember. Uh, one thing that comes to mind specifically, I had a toddler call in because of a situation on Dora the Explorer. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't Swiper like you would think, but it was something else that was going on. And then it was just a very actually intellectual conversation with a toddler for a while. I think it was our first time calling 911. Somebody else is calling 911. It's just ringing and ringing and ringing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, my, uh, my house is on fire, but the dispatcher is on talking about Dora the Explorer. You see, but- in Dora's backpack, she has things that you wouldn't even know. Someone's like, my leg is cut off. <laughs> it was so cute. I couldn't hang up. I, yeah, I bet that was a fun day on the job. All right. Do you remember anything else that was just super, like, super waste of your time? Oh, I put a lot of it in the back of my mind and kind of tried to forget about a lot of it. All right. Fair enough, Coops. Thanks for the call. 1-800-520-1067. Your call is next on K-Rock. So get up and get, get, get down. 911 is joking. It's Kevin and K-U-Rock. Let's take one phone call. We are talking about you called 911, and maybe it wasn't the best decision of your life. Hey, Tiffany. Hi. Hi there. So what happened? Hi. You called 911. Why? Uh, well, my niece and I called 911 because we thought someone was breaking into our house, but it was actually our robot vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did the vacuum steal anything? No, no, it didn't. Uh, did it go so far that the police showed up and you had to uh, ha- had to explain to them what the misunderstanding was? Yeah, it did. Actually, my husband discovered after watching the video on our security cameras that it was a vacuum, but I was too invested at that point and didn't know what to say. So they came out. That's and fantastic. You, and you just pretended like, oh, someone was here earlier? Yeah. I just, so you went through with it. Don't yeah. know what it was. Just in the hopes they wouldn't find <laughs> out that it was your vacuum. Oh, yeah. It was definitely a person, not my robot vacuum. <laughs> definitely not. Thanks, cops. <laughs> hey, uh, Allie, yeah. this is a, you're always warning us about those Roombas, man. This is another reason to not get one. They'll rip you off blind, man. Listen, <laughs> Tiffany brought up the Roomba and cameras in her house. Tiffany, what right? are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the call. Driven by the helpful SoCal Honda dealers and their random acts of helpfulness. The Kevin and Bean Show. What's the problem? I'm too high. You're too high? Yeah. What What'd you take? Weed. Weed? Yes. Okay. So get up and get, get, get down. 911 is joking, yo, Going back to your calls, uh, we're going to have a uh, we're going to talk to an animal um, 911 caller in a second, which reminds me of this one. This is going to sound like a strange question, but um, we have a cat and it's going crazy and it's attacked my husband, and we're kind of hostages in our house, and we're just wondering who we can call to do something, get rid of the cat, or 
help us. That's the right move, woman. They, they called 911 on their yep. own cat, by the way. That to me, that's because I mean, cats are dicks. Cats are awesome, and you ought to be able to handle your own cat. All right, uh, let's, says the guy. Says the guy. Let's go to Jeannie Line Two. She's one of Kevin's people. Welcome to the Kevin <laughs> Bean Show. How are you, Jeannie? Hey, Jeannie. <laughs> Hi, it just occurred to me I should have given a fake name, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Good. What happened? Okay, now I'm on the other side. I'm taking the 911 calls for over 30 years. Oh, okay. so I won't oh say what we city. love you. Yeah, I won't. I won't say what city, but <laughs> okay. um, one of the and I so my head was exploding when you decided to do this because there's too many to name. But um, somebody called a, a guy. He sounded like he was stoned. It was the middle of the night. Maybe three in the morning, he said he stepped out to have a cigarette between the houses, and there was a giant black widow. And he wanted us to send somebody out to get rid of it because he thought, you know, somebody could um, possibly get, you know, killed. Bitten. So he, yeah, saw a spider, killed he saw a spider outside and called 911. Yeah, black widow, though. Why got to be black? Because they're, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. I called 911. I said the police uh, or fire department, they're not coming out for that. So he said, okay, well, then I'm going to call animal control. And I said, I, I answer that, too. They're not <laughs> So like Jensen pointed out, he was not only wasting your time. The dude was racist, yeah. too. So that's no good. All right. <laughs> Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Get, get, get down. 911 is I love line four. Give me some Kristen, please. Gory Hills up next on K-Rock. Morning, Kristen. Morning. How are you guys? Good. Thank you. This sounds fun. Go ahead. So I have a neighbor who I guess gets irritated easily. Um, one day, we live on a busy street. I'll just reference that. One day, um, we had a lot of sirens going by, and he decided that he was going to call the police and let them know that they needed to turn off their sirens when they were driving by our complex because it was aggravating the him. The sound was mm. bugging wow. him. I mean, look, yeah. if, if the police can dim the sun, they can certainly do something about those noisy sirens. Exactly, exactly. I would love to. And by the way, every time you hear a 911 call released to the public, I'm always shocked by how patient they Same. are. Mm. I would love to hear the reaction of the, the person who took that call, wouldn't you? <laughs> All right, let's try Jared. He's calling us from uh, New Mexico. Are you in New Mexico right now, Jared? I am. How about Jeannie that? Does. All right. Well, we appreciate yeah. that. What's your 911 story? Okay. So uh, I hadn't slept really well for a few days. Uh, so I went and got some uh, cough medicine. With Cody? Instead of, you know, how they give you the little cap? Yeah. Well, I drank about a third of the bottle. <sighs> Is that the cough really? syrup with codeine or just the regular? Just the regular. Okay. But there's an ingredient in it, and I thought they had taken it out probably 30 years ago. Well, it didn't. So it will make you hallucinate. And so I thought there was a family of Samoans that had taken over my house. Oh. And I called I called 911 to have them removed. <laughs> and wait, were you alone in your house at this time? Yes. No, the Samoans were there. <laughs> uh, alone? I, so, want, so I want this cough syrup so bad. Oh, it's just on any store shelf. But uh, so they stormed the house with the guns drawn and everything out they came out and they were like dude what are you, what are you on what's your problem and i wouldn't tell them anything they wanted my id i wouldn't give it to them oh. and they knew who i was um so they took me to jail, took you, to jail. you were arrested because they thought you were high or something yeah they thought i was on shrooms 
I got to tell you, they did the right thing. So they left all the yeah. Simones in the house while you went to jail? Well, no. Well, no, they were never there. So earnestly. They weren't there. Allie, they, I don't know if you weren't listening. They were, they were there. not there. Can we uh, can we close with the greatest 911 call of all time, please? Yes, please. Fire department operator 75, what's the address, please? Um, 911 call. I just found another one we yeah. didn't play. We were talking about uh, dumb reasons people call 911 earlier. Emergency. Hi, um, I'm at the corner of Pleasant Hill and John Young Parkway. I'm in a Walgreens parking lot, and my car will not start. I'm locked inside my car. <laughs> I cannot open my car. <laughs> I can't get the windows down. Nothing electrical works, and it's, it's getting very hot in here. And I and I'm. I'm not feeling well. I, I need some help. Just, just, are you able to pull the lock up on the door and open the door? You should be able to just pull the lock up even if it's electrical. I tried. Uh, okay, okay. All right, I got that going. Okay. So you <laughs> that okay now? Yes, I got the door open. Okay. All right, uh... I'll, I'll see if I can get AAA or something. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. That's okay. All right. Bye-bye. You guys. I mean, there's a handle on the door on the inside. That's pretty strong. How really? much time, though, transpired before she decided to call 911? She had right. tried everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think... I think you could try to avoid calling 911 at all. Yes. Times. So oh, maybe yeah. 45 minutes. She had not tried the handle for <laughs> 45 <laughs> And the windows are up. She's burning up, oh. sweating her ass off, going, oh. "How I'm going to die in this car?" Oh, okay, okay that worked. <laughs> and then there's such an uncomfortable her embarrassment. You can like hear oh. the embarrassment. Yeah, I love it. All right, nine forty-one. Time for one final look at what's happening. Here's Miss Allie McKay. Well, if you were on Instagram at all yesterday, you saw people on your feed 
Reposting the same thing over and over. I appreciated the help, man. It was Did good you? information mm-hmm. to Did get. You? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's important that you share those warnings to help mm-hmm. fellow Instagram users. Don't forget, tomorrow starts the new Instagram rule where they can use your photos. Don't forget the deadlines today. It can be used in court cases and litigation against you. Everything you've ever posted becomes public from today. Then, like, 20 more paragraphs, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Channel 13 News talked about the change. Who? Channel 13? What? Who's, what are you even doing? So then people would write in their comment, for the record, Instagram, this is not okay. I'm posting this, so take me off your list. Like, what? What? People like Julia Roberts. Ugh, Deborah Messing. Really? No. Usher. Smart people. Pink. Mm. Judd Apatow. No. People on my feed who shall remain nameless. Ooh, but I you're about wound to shame up, some of your own name friends. Name one. Name one. Sarah Shaw. Okay. Um, <laughs> I literally wound up posting on my stories to all my sweet friends that are posting this. Then I posted the notice. Then the next one was congratulations, you've turned into your parents. And just a man <laughs> shaking his head. Our own Jensen Carp had this tweet. I will never forget the celebrities who posted that stupid Instagram warning today. I feel like the rest of my life I'm going to carry around all the names. Well, don't worry, because it's going to come up in another year. Yeah. Because it has come up every year since about 2015 when someone started this hoax on Facebook. And then it became a hoax on, like, LinkedIn. Like, all these people would just change the wording, and it became a thing. I hate to break it to you guys. They own your pictures anyway. Mm-hmm. They are public. You signed away your rights to those pictures the day you logged on. Mm-hmm. You sweet, and, sweet spirits. And just putting in your comments that you no longer want that to happen yes. holds no weight. No. Uh, it might be best if you just let it go, okay? Although I did have to laugh. One of uh, my favorite follows on Twitter, Yashar, wrote... I am terrified that I'm going to see my lawyer repost this. <laughs> that would be the worst. Mm. Oh, you guys, I can't. I, I mean, I guess people, they're in a hurry. They just see it and they go, oh, that sounds bad. I should share that with people. They don't really think about it or pay attention to yeah. the details. Uh, my, I mean, I don't my, think they have ill intentions. I assume that as well. My mom, Haroldine, did join the fray and texted me and went, that Instagram thing's not real, right? And I wrote, no. And she said, okay. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, that's right. progress. She's starting yeah. to put it together. Yeah. yeah. yeah get, a, get a second source. That's a good idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Who's got time for that, though, right? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, you guys, I'm I'm real nervous for uh, fish concert goers. The plague, or as some people know it, the Black Death, decimated the European population in medieval times, and it has returned to ruin fish concert goers camping plans. Hmm. The band announced that camping and vending will be canceled for their Labor Day weekend performance at Dick's Sporting Goods Park in Commerce, Colorado. Sure. This is when where we did the animal story about the fireworks being canceled because of the plague. Because Remember? of plague-infected colonies of prairie dogs. Right. They are still there plaguing it up. A very popular fish song is down with disease, by the way. It sounds Who like stands around their house hitting themselves with fish? Sounds like they should be there. They should be playing that. But then they changed it to down with disease after like that Me Too thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. F-I-L-E. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. great. I'll take it back now. Can mm-hmm. I, Too can early. I do that? Too soon. <laughs> you can take it Woo. back now and then. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. F*** hippies. I mean, period. F*** hippies. been saying that my whole life. I'll be saying it until I die. F*** 
Kippies. So is the whole state of Colorado now out of business? What's going I on? I mean, I don't know what's happening. But yeah, parking in that area is restricted to asphalt lots. They're going to have shuttle services. They want nobody near that area because these prairie dogs have plague. Mm. You guys. If, That's insane. People can't camp for a fish show. They're not of all going shows. to fish. Do yeah. you think they're just driving in that day? No, they're following them all over the country. Play someplace where there's no plague. Right? I hope uh, Dr. Drew doesn't hear about this. <laughs> he's he's already apoplectic about all the things they're going to take. He is on a ledge. Yeah. That's true. Very much so. This is it's just bad. It's just bad. Uh, we talked earlier about Dancing with the Stars season 28 lineup. Everyone from James Vanderbeek to Kel Mitchell, Christy Brinkley, Ray Lewis, Lamar Odom. Um, a lot of people talking about uh, one person in particular, mm. disgraced White House press sec- secretary, Sean Spicer. I don't think a lot of people want to spend time with Sean after right. what he put us through. Yeah. Mm. You know who, who really doesn't? The uh, host, Tom Bergeron. No. He tweeted this an hour ago, a statement, and he wrote some thoughts about today. A few months ago, during a launch with Dancing with the Stars' new executive producer, I offered suggestions for season 28. Chief among them was my hope that Dancing with the Stars and its return following an unprecedented year-long hiatus would be a joyful respite from our exhausting political climate, free of inevitably divisive bookings, from any party affiliations. Amen. I left that lunch convinced we were in agreement. But then Mike Pence wanted to do the show. (laughs) Subsequently, and rather obviously, a decision was made to, as we often say in Hollywood, go in a different direction. He then goes on to say, listen, it's their prerogative as the producers, as the network, whatever they want to do, but he's letting it be known yeah, I didn't want this either. I think it's a bad idea. And I think he's right. You don't want anyone... You don't want Hillary Clinton there. You don't want Sean Spicer there. You don't want any political divisiveness I think, I think that's on a Dancing true. with the Damn Stars. Tom Bergeron of FU Money. I think so. I, I, think, I think so, so yeah. but I think they'd be crazy to let him go because of I this. Agree. Yeah, they'd I agree. be nuts. Yeah. Hey, look... The network would probably have preferred he not make this statement, but it is not mm-hmm. an unreasonable opinion to have, and I'm right. sure it resonates with a lot of people. And at least makes it look like the 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 show is aware that not everybody's going to be on board with Sean. Right. Probably right. Nancy with the stars is with him instead for the publicity, I assume. And he's going to make some joke about like conspiracy, Kevin, lies yep. and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's the crowd size here? I don't think so. I, I think Tom's going to play it straight. Oh, no, no, not yeah. Tom. I'm saying Sean Spicer's oh, going to make Sean. a joke. Oh, gotcha. You think he will? Yes, about crowd size or something along those lines. Do you think he dances with a podium? <laughs> That's very I mean, that likely. would be incredible. Very likely. Right? Or like, he has uh, a bunch of dancing Trumps behind him with the hair. Oh, <laughs> golly. Or Melissa McCarthy just shows up and she, she shakes shows up, her head. Right? In the audience, they pan to her that and she's just shaking her head Spitting. no. I think uh, I think it's all crazy. But most of which is Dancing with the Stars season twenty-eight. You guys, yeah, season there are there's certainly be something to be said for shows that just take you out of your reality. Mm-hmm. You know, like Holy Moly, perfect example of oh my god, thank God this is something I don't have to think about anything going on except whether that guy's going to get knocked in the water or not. I'll tell you this: Holy Moly needs more windmill. 
It's Agreed. only once a show, yeah. and Agreed. I feel like we need it more. Yeah, so if I holy agree. moly people are listening, I live for it. I, when mm-hmm. they get knocked into those tulips, nothing brings me joy Second like that. Second time, hilarious. Third time, yes. kills me. And Rob Riggle, who I don't know the gentleman's name next to him, who's supposed to be the straight man. The other guy. He is saying some of the funniest stuff now. <laughs> like, he's really doing some great stuff. Holy moly. Let's give him some Emmys. Uh, Joe Tessitore. That gentleman. Absolutely. Guys, Baywatch may have ended more than 18 years ago, but for fans who dreamed of romancing Pamela Anderson or in her famous red swimsuit, there's hope. Because she recently admitted that the iconic one piece still fits, and she even slips into it and surprises lovers in the intimacy of her own home. She said she likes to jump in the shower with the baby bathing suit on, then yeah. jump on them wherever they are in the house, soaking wet. What are you doing, Pam Anderson? And why are you not charging for why it? Why are you turning all my sons horny? That <laughs> <laughs> was just like it's, it's just, I mean, good for you, right? Sure. It's like, this is what I'm known for. You probably dug it. Giddy up. You're in the kitchen cooking something for dinner. She comes out just dripping wet in the red bathing suit. Call me fabulous. I mean, I'm turned on. It does make you almost forget the hep C. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> or the Julian Assange. Wow! Oh my God! Oh my God, baby! Oh, baby. You feel amazing. Mm. Oh, I love you. Yeah. Right? Baxter. Wow! Being at krock.com. Wow! For another what? three days. Yeah, this like guy. We weren't all thinking it. He's just burning it to the ground. On his way he? out. Yep. Short timer. True. Happy birthday, Casey Musgraves, Bo Burnham, Carrie Ann Moss. Hayden Panettiere, Alicia Witt, and, from System of a Down, Serge Tankian. The man who brought the love of Jesus to a <laughs> K-Rock Acoustic Christmas concert. Happy holidays, everybody. Am I right? Absolutely. <laughs> and at the end, he's like, what would Jesus do? And he launched into it again. That was the best. It's beautiful. Uh, no, what he said Jesus would do is... Again, a Christmas concert. Yeah. That was my favorite that, moment. That might have been Shavo, though. That might have been Shavo. When they were that. chanting that, I was yeah. like, this is happening, and I couldn't be happy. Yeah. That was I will Kevin's remember this show. for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. Muggs, what do you got for us? Today, I will be at the Irvine Spectrum Hot Topic stop number five with more tickets giving away the brand new K-Rock sticker. Of course, I'll have Smashing Pumpkins, tickets to the Self-Help Festival for uh, to see a day to remember, more Hot Topic gift cards, and I'm going to have a really delicious lunch. Oh, oh good Yeah, he's been talking, talking about this about lunch all day. All morning. Wahoos! Yeah. The only and, reason uh, he goes. And we should also mention, by the way, the reason you're doing it is because of the new Billie Eilish K-Rock limited edition sticker at all SoCal Hot Topic locations, including the Irvine Spectrum where you'll be today. But you can pick it yeah, up whatever. anywhere. <laughs> and then upload a selfie with your sticker and perhaps win a show for you and your friends with Billie Eilish and a 2019 Honda Fit. Have fun, Muggs. Wahoos is all I care about. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> On your drive home today, listen to the Stryker and Klein commercial free for all. It's a random help of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful. On what? The yeah. that, was, that was much later than that. Really? That was something. That whole <laughs> thing. Another one. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, an all new Kevin and Bean show. Uh, get up on this with Jensen. Uh-huh. Dr. Drew joins us. Cheers uh-huh. with mugs. And Bean makes us guests tomorrow. It's Kevin and Bean. K.U. Rock.
this day in history with old man Rubin. August 21st, 1959, President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed a proclamation making Hawaii the 50th state in the Union. It was quite a day for the island. Pretty fun party, too. I huffed glue with Don Ho and Pete in the Fruit Punch. Almost as fun as when New Hampshire joined and I jumped into John Hancock's pool with my clothes on. <laughs> See, because Ruben is old. <laughs> what? I don't think uh, you guys are getting it. Huh? Ruben is not young. <laughs> what? Okay, he is not youthful. Piling on <laughs> is our point. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.